Uh, I shared a message this morning that I'm, I'm going to essentially preach again tonight because I couldn't come up with a better option. It was actually really good. And I figured that it was going to help some people here, here, here tonight. And really it's about our giving journey. Our giving journey as a couple. Uh, Danielle and I, you know, we've been Christians all our lives, but I guess when we became part of C3, which was Christian City Church, we learned a lot about finances and about giving and about uh, God's principles of sowing and reaping. And, and it's rocked our world and changed our lives. And I, I want you to come on the same journey that God's taken us on. I want you to experience what we've experienced in so many different ways. And so in, in 2000, we became the senior pastors of this church, a 29 and 27-year-old young couple with a, with a couple of kids. Who's 29 or 27 tonight? Give me a wave. We've got some. Francis, you're not. You're lying. Don't get struck down by God. That would be terrible. Now, give me, honestly, who's 29, 27? We've got some in the house tonight. Fantastic, James. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Rose, there we go. Well, we became the pastors of this church in 2000. Uh, the most money we'd ever given in one moment was $1,000 in an offering. And so we wanted to send the senior pastors to Vancouver to plant a church uh, with, with a real sense of honor and blessing, and we wanted to be involved. And I found that God has this way. Uh, normally, we're like, I don't think I can give, but if you gave me something, I could give it. And God's like, that's not how it works. You've already got stuff. If you'll give it, then you'll be, I'll start a flow through your life. And so we had two cars, a little Bommy 1973 or 75 Corolla and a 1995 Toyota Seeker. That was the first car we bought together. Come on. Shout out for the Corollas here tonight. It was worth $5,000 and we felt God spoke to us about selling the better car and giving that money in that offering. It would mean that I had a work ute and we would have the, the Toyota Corolla, uh, the, 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 the little bomby car to drive around in, but it was a sacrifice that we were prepared to make because two things we understood. One, we, uh, sacrifice is where you give something up that you love for something that you love all the more. So that's what a sacrifice is. And we wanted to honor those, those guys. We wanted to give to God. And then the second thing is we knew the principle of sowing and reaping. If we sowed, and we maintain faith, well, God would eventually multiply that back to us. So, then, so, that, so that was our first crazy sacrificial giving. Then we began in 2002 as a church for a building fund. We, didn't, we, we were in set up, packed down for 10 years, 24 weeks, luxury, 24 weeks for Melbourne. It's awesome. Andrew, we were setting up and packing up in the Kiwana Community Center for, for years, and so we were believing God to break through to give us a permanent facility and, and nothing, you know, it wasn't shifting and so the, we found a building we wanted, the owners didn't want to give it to us. So we thought, well, let's take up an offering to fit out the building that the owners don't want to give it to us as a step of faith. And so we began building funds for this church and we've been doing this uh, for the last almost 20 years. And every one of those offerings, Danielle and I seek God, we pray. Sometimes it's been quite quickly that God's given us an amount. Other times we've negotiated together. Uh, we've, uh, the Bible talks about purposing in your heart. What can you do? What have you got? What can you give up? What can you do? And we've given over the, each of those years, somewhere each year between five, that, that $5,000 we started with uh, up to $60,000, somewhere in that amount every, each year for the last 20 years. Now, to be able to do that, you're, you're going to say, well, you must be loaded. And I'm like... Well, God's blessed us, but most of the, the ways, particularly the first 10 years we were able to do that, was just by going without stuff. 
making sacrifices, sacrifices of our annual clothing budget. I'm looking around, I see a lot of awesome shoes around. They're like, that's like 150 bucks for many pairs of shoes. I feel like, I feel like remember the youth pastors who used to say, don't go to Macca's, give your money to God? I'm not going to do that tonight. But, but we gave up our clothing budget for a year. That's, and we're able to, to fulfill a pledge. We gave up our annual holiday budget. We had a budget. It's like, this is how much we're going to spend on holidays. And God spoke to us. And we're like, no, let's just give that. And let's believe God to help us have good holidays. Uh, we gave up uh, takeaway food for you, other things. Yeah, we, we've, we've put off house improvements. We put off buying furniture for our home. We had secondhand stuff for many, many years in our house because we just wanted to prioritize God's house. It's a priority of our house, of, of us personally. Some years we were able to fulfill our, fle- our pledge uh, and, and it was, a, stru- it was a, a, you know, a stretch but not too bad. Other years was really hard going. Some years we had to carry the pledge over from one year to the next year, and that's, that's totally okay. Uh, and so we would roll it into the next year. And th- some of those years, the struggle was financial, but not just financial. It was emotional, it was spiritual, it was challenging. It was, it was difficult for us. And, and so they, they were tough years. Some years we would be giving sacrificially, yet going backwards. I remember one year uh, going on holidays. My business lost $100,000 in the year. We were stressing about how we were actually going to just make our budget work. And it was difficult to sleep. And I'm telling you this for a point, all right? It's like there are, there's a principle of sowing and reaping in the Bible that you give and God will multiply back to you. But you have to attach faith to it. You have to go to, to the fight with it. And so th- these were the moments we would go through. But then... I stand here today, and we have for a number of years, and I look back on the last 20 years, and the scripture that is the theme scripture for this month for our church, Ephesians 3 verse 20, it just echoes as true, that now God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to His power that works in us. That's been our story financially. That's been our story with miracle provision time and time again. Miracle houses, miracle provision, turnaround in business, all sorts of unexpected blessings time and time again. God has been faithful to His Word. He's increased us beyond what I ever thought, and in a financial way, what I ever thought was possible, or even as a young Christian with a poverty mindset, what, is, what I thought was permissible for a Christian. God's blessed us beyond that and obviously our giving has been what God has been able to take and multiply back to us and so we're very very blessed but our reason of giving has never been to get rich it's never been to get wealthy that's never been our why and I've observed people come to our church hear about the principle of when you give, and Jesus said it, give and it will be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over, Luke 6.38. I actually feel like our, our memory verse for the week is, is one of those kind of verses. Do we not, can, you just, can you put it up for me? Well, just so I know I'm off script, but if you put up the memory verse, it, and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That's Philippians after it says, thanks for giving the offering that you gave to me. This whole principle. So I hear people, you can, you can take that photo if you want. It's on my, it'll be on my screensaver if you want to grab that memory verse for the week. My God is able to supply all you need. Some of you are stepping out and pledging. That might be the scripture that you pray every day. 
because that was a promise to give us. And so I've, people have come into our church and they've heard about that the one truth about sowing and reaping and then with the wrong motives will go, awesome, this is a, a way that I can get rich quick. I'm like, hmm, that's not how it works. That, that, the motive of getting rich quick is actually not what God's after. He wants your heart to seek first His kingdom. And He said He'll look after all that stuff. And our motive has never been to grow wealthy, but God's looked after us. It's been part of His blessing in our lives. So because we've had a clear why, when, the, when I've got to be careful how I say that, when things have gone wrong, when, when we've hit the, the deep yogurt, uh, there's been a tenacity in our heart to keep going through the tough seasons because we've had a very clear why on the inside. I don't know if you've ever made a New Year's Eve resolution, a New Year's resolution about what you're going to, you know, I'm going to do this for the next, uh, for the whole, every day for the next year. But the reality is if there's not a clear why are you going to do that, if it's just a good idea, when things get tough, you'll be off it before you know it. So we need to have a good why. And I, I want to encourage you tonight to think about why would you sow into God's house? Nick articulated very beautifully what is his why and his why. And I want to tell you really, what a, for Danielle and I, what are five reasons that we have done the sacrificial crazy giving for the last 20 years. I don't know if anyone's like, okay, I need, to, I need to have a clear... Has anyone got a clear why about why you're giving into the house tonight? Some people have got it. Well, I want to tell you mine. Number one, this church is God's idea. This church, it's God's idea. This is not a good idea. This is not uh, someone woke up one, one day and thought, wouldn't it be cool just to live on the Sunshine Coast and have a church? Uh, this is not a church split. This is not a man's ego. This is God's idea. When this church got started uh, in the early 90s, God gave a scripture to a man called Graham Fletcher out of Isaiah 9, and the scripture was this, that he, being God, will make it glorious by the highway to the sea, that people who sit in darkness, those who are under the shadow of death upon them, a great light will shine. That's the light of the love of God. And it will be glorious and a harvest will be celebrated in the nations. That was the promise of our church. It wasn't a good idea. It was a God idea. You're not sitting here with, with a, something that got dreamed up in a corporate planning strategy meeting. This was always God's idea. That's why every promise that comes to pass and every miracle that happens was God's intention. So I love it. That's why we give. That's why we're all in because this is God's idea. The second reason we give is that dream that we showed earlier, the dream for the decade, it resonates deeply with me. This is the kind of church I want to be part of, which is good news because I'm the pastor, so that's really good news. That vision that I wrote on an airplane on the 1st of January 2020, I still read it and I go, that's awesome. That's the kind of church I want. When I hear it spoken, it, it messes me up. It, it both scares me because it's quite audacious, but it excites me because I, I don't want to be just part of something mediocre. I don't want to be part of something that's just ordinary. I want to be something, part of something that's awesome. I want to be part of a church that's in a season of revival, that has a true north to win lost people to God. I want to be part of a church that's all about making disciples, young and old, and therefore will prioritize raising leaders 
and being a leadership factory. I want to be part of a church that is audacious enough to believe that when God prophesied over our church that we would build a landmark facility that people would come from all over the nation to see, uh, that we would do something incredibly that, that's not possible in our own ability. I want to be part of a church that doesn't just work it all out in our mind, but takes crazy faith steps, prays crazy prayers of faith, believes God. That's the kind of church I want to be part of. I love it. I want to be part of a church that plants churches. I love what God's doing in Melbourne. I love crazy young people who'll jump in a car and move to a city that they've never been, never even visited to start a new church because they've been apprehended by the call of God. I love crazy people who like, I'll be part of an online campus to reach people all around the world. I love that kind of, we're a church planning church. I love that we've got this heavenly mandate to raise up influencers, entrepreneurs, people who, who go out, on, Sundays make their Mondays better. They go out on Mondays and they're influencing their workplace, the schools, the, the businesses, the hospitals, the education centers, the, the governmental bodies, the movie industry, all of those. I want to be part of a church that says you're here to make a difference in the world, not just to come along and do your time and then go and live your own life, but there's an anointing for you. I want to be part of a church that sees healings and supernatural uh, occasions consistently and regularly. It's part of the DNA of our church. I don't want to be part of a church that just reads the Bible but doesn't believe the Bible. I want to be part of a church that sees acts happen in everyday life. Supernatural church. And I want to be part of a church that loves our community, that sponsors children in nations all around the world through compassion, that, that hands out food, that, that just does acts of kindness because someone has fallen on tough times and we're the arms and feet of Jesus giving love with no strings attached. That's the kind of church I want to be part of. It's it's my why. It's what Danielle and I are like. Let's go again. Let's let's that money could be. Now let's go again, because we love what God's doing in this church. Third reason I love to give, my why is this, I, wanna, I personally want to live a life that makes a difference. We live in a world that is trying to make everything about you, your success, your comfort, your possessions, your followership on social media, your fame, your fortune. We live in a world that's about what you can achieve. And it's the upside down. When Jesus came, he, he said, I want you to think of it totally differently. He, he said th th these words uh, in Matthew chapter 16, verse 25, if you choose self-sacrifice and lose your lives for my glory, you will continually discover true life. But if you choose to Keep your lives for yourself. You'll forfeit what you try to keep. Here's, if you want to know the secret to living a life that's meaningful, that's got, that's got some zest, some fire, some joy in it, it's, it's about making it about something greater than yourself. And I, not, I'm not talking to you right now. I'll do that later. I want to live a life that makes a difference. I want to be part of something bigger than just the John and Danielle Pierce life. I want to be part of something that's, that's not self-centered. I want to give my life for God. I don't want to choose comfort over, over making a difference. I know that one day I will have to stand before Jesus. And I'll have to say, Lord, you gave me this treasure. 
You gave me these gifts and talents. You gave me this amount of time on the earth. And I want to hear Jesus say, well done, good and faithful servant. I, I want to live a life that makes a difference. And I can't do that alone. My destiny is tied up with the other people who are all in for a vision that God's got. There's so many awesome visions in the world. Choose one and give your life to it if it's eternal and go all out. So that's what I want to do. That's, what I, that's why we love to give. Number four, I love seeing lives transformed. I just love it. It just never gets old. Last week we had water baptisms. And you know what? If there was only one, one or two people every time, it still fires me up. I, I love watching just a little bit of the stage fright because everyone's cheering. Like there's a little bit of that goes on. But I, I love watching just that sense of like a weight lifts off people. As the weight of sin is washed off, as the, the, the stronghold of the enemy is on people's lives and they go, I'm, I'm, I'm going all in for Jesus. I have decided. I love the, the smiles. I love the hugs afterwards. I love the celebration. I love people who are, whose lives were a mess, whose families were a mess, whose minds were a mess, who couldn't see the future, or those who were just living a selfish workaholic life, surrendering to Jesus and discovering purpose. I like seeing lives transformed. And I grew up and I was in two different churches, one a uniting church and another a, a very uh, closed, cloistered Pentecostal church who believed in the idea of the Great Commission. But it just didn't actually happen. No one barely came to Christ. And it's just not the kind of church I want to be part of. I want to be part of a church whose absolute number one priority because when we get to heaven, we can party, we can dance, there'll be no secret. When we get to heaven, it, we're, you know, hey, it, it's all good. But while we're here, the number one priority is to reach people who are far from Jesus. And so that's the kind, I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled to be in any other kind of church except one that prioritizes winning people to Jesus. It's my why. It's what I love to do. Number five, I love seeing people apprehended for their calling. I love it. I love it when someone goes, God's called me into the business field to make a difference, to influence people, to employ people, to make money, to advance the kingdom, and I know my purpose on planet Earth. I love that. I love it when someone says, it's not about me. I'm, I'm going to give of my life to serve others. I love those moments when people get apprehended. They're like, I'm not going to settle for a normal life. I'm going to live an outstanding life an extraordinary life. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says this, uh, we are God's ma masterpiece. Another version says his workmanship. This is you and I. Created anew in Christ Jesus. When you become a Christian, you actually become a new, different person. Born again. It's like the DNA of Jesus Christ gets inside of you. And, he's, and he goes on, he says, so we can do the good things that he planned for us long ago. You, when, before the world was created, God wrote down plans for your life. The, the works that you would do on planet Earth. There's a book of all of the amazing things. He said, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make them with this kind of personality. And they're going to look like this. And they're going to be born in this area. 
because I've got this for them to do and this for them to do and this, these people for them to influence and these people for them to talk to and these people for them to serve. And I've got all of these purposes for you. And, I, and you never discover those until you step over a line and say, well, I'm all in. God, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not about me. I'm about you. That's the, that's the moment. And I love it when the lights go on and someone goes, all right, okay, God, you got me. I'm surrendering. I'm all in. I'm sick of ordinary. I'm sick of, I'm sick of the other kind of life. I'm sick of the comfortable life. I'm sick of going just for success. I want to be significant. I want to live for eternity. Something beyond myself. I love it when that happens. That's my why. So here's my question as we get the, a keyboardist up and the band come up. What's your why? What, what's, what's your why? I want you just to think about it for a few moments. What, why, why would you give sacrificially over the next year? Because you've got to know your why. I'm going to ask a couple of people, so just stay tuned. What is it? We cause you to give. Marina, we haven't heard from you uh, the last two Sundays. We've heard from your husband. I want you to come and tell us what your why is. On the spot. On the spot. Come on up here. Come on up here. What's your why? It doesn't have to be a big preach. I'm just maybe one or two lines. Come on up right now. Yeah, you're on. Dan Bowman, you, you can come up right behind her. I just want to hear your, what's your why. You guys are all in. My why? You've got the t-shirt, so I yeah, know you're all in. Yeah, I'm all in. in. What's your my why? why? My children, my family. Oh, now I'm going to start crying. But yeah, no, my children and my children's friends, their schoolmates, all of that. Every single person that walks through these doors. Yeah. And your family. Right. Your children, your grandchildren. Awesome. Your grandchildren. Awesome. And it could just expand from there. Awesome. That's my why. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Marina. Dan, what's your why? Um, ours would be a few things. One, we believe in the vision yep. of our church. Yep. You know, everything that we watched up on that video, we're 100% believe in all of that. Awesome. Shekinah, and you're coming next, just by the yeah, by. We've, Little heads up. You know, we've experienced so much of that. We've experienced healings and we've experienced... You know, people before us giving. Yeah. And so we can have our lives transformed. And, you know, nothing brings us more joy than seeing that in other people awesome. as well, whether it's in our group, our teams, or just people coming through that door and awesome. having that light bulb moment of God or that yeah. one encounter with Him. That's, yeah, that's why we do it. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Very cool. Very cool. Trevor Mears, I'm going to get you in a moment to come and come on up here for your, your it's just like tag team. Shekinah, what's your why? Uh, I just love the house of God. Right. I love the vision, but my why is the next generation. Right. To see my little girl grow up loving the house of God, to see youth rise up, to see, yeah. I just want to see everyone just encounter awesome. what I've encountered awesome. and just fall in love. That's awesome. my why. Awesome. Love that. Thank you, Shekinah. <laughs> Fantastic, fantastic. Joelle, I'm going to get you to come up and tell us your why next. We're just tag teaming it. All right, Trev, what's your why? Yeah, like you were saying, um, I was um, a workaholic, um, focused on myself, and now um, God's just done so much in our lives. I've been um, set free from that. Our marriage has been healed. Um, uh, we've got a daughter who's, um, who has autism, but um, she's 
She's in the house of God. She's loved. loved. Loving you. And, yes. And God's healed her oh, so much. And God's done so much in our lives. So we just, yeah, love to give back to God. Awesome, yep. man. Thank you. Well done, Trev. Thank you. Thank you. Katrina Bowen, you're up next. Let's go. Joelle, what's your why? Um, um, I think a massive why for Isaac and I has been starting to be revealed this year. Our heart for young people, our love for this church, um, both of our backgrounds being um, just just some massive, you know, pain and generational curses being broken off for our future generations and um, for the generations of families in this church. We just know that God wants to set people free and how could we not give to that? How could we not believe in that? And how could we not be all in? So, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Come on. Uh, Andrew Davis, you're up next. Katrina, come and tell us what's your why. This is uh, spontaneous, just by the way. So, so um, you better work out your why real quick. <laughs> I know. Um, you know, for me, it's Jesus. Yes. I love Jesus. Yes. And what Jesus does when he transforms lives is just so incredible to watch. When you see the ones and you see just how hard God goes after them. Right. It's that moment to partner with what he's doing right. in people's lives. And it changes your own. There's that saying, I think, from that Sandra Bullock movie. Um, she said, I think she says, you're, you're helping change that boy's life. Right. But actually, they help change our life. Yes. And for me, that is the reason why. And, of course, my children and their children and their children. Awesome. But yes. Awesome. awesome. Thank awesome. you, Katrina. Thank you. I think that was Blindside you just quoted. Was that what, what, what it was? Thank you, the Blindside. Just, just, just so we're, we're in and we're on. We've got that. Awesome, awesome. Okay. Andy. Um, two things. I'm with you on the whole seeing people's lights come on. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Love that thing. But um, it's got to be family. Yeah. You know, I've already seen the result of it. Mm. And got two little ones coming up again. Yeah. And I want to see them you know, um, just charging in the house yeah. as well. So That's awesome. Always That's fair. Awesome. Love that. Love that. Who else wants to go? I'm, uh, it's like open mic for a moment. <laughs> you can, not, not, not that you get to preach, you just get to, whoa. Just, come on, who knows your why? Brayden, excellent. Come on. <laughs> You're getting nominated in. Terry, come on, Terry. You've got, what's your why for giving, Terry? Mate, I, yeah, honestly, uh, mate, honestly, it's family, children. Yes. Um, I'm sure there's many people that have seen the change in me already. 100%, man. Um, I'm seeing the change in me. Yes. And I'm wanting the people that used to know me before I found Christ. Yes. To see the difference into me. Love it. And ask me why. Come on. And come into this house. Love it. Meet you guys. Awesome. Many of you are like family to me so now. So good. Um, so the good. Completed freedom yes. course with Pastor Rod. So it's just wow. And, and, and I have so many people come up to me and say, "Hey, brother, you're doing good." You're awesome. And man. I want more people of that. Awesome. I want more. Love it. More well people through these awesome. doors. Well done. So good. Thank you, Terry. Good man. Raven, you got you got dobbed in. What's your why? Uh, yeah, I've dobbed in. No, uh, transform lives for me. You know, yeah. seeing people come in uh, broken, hurting, lost. Yeah. And carrying yeah. the love of God and then coming to serve in the house of God and building the house of God. You yeah. see so many people come through, encounter the love of God, then they're actually serving to build it, and that's what it's all about. So I love it. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. Pastor Teresa, you're on. And then Julie Townsend, you're on. 
We're rolling. My why is because I haven't always known Jesus, but then when I did, it, it changed my life, and I want to see people who don't know him know him. Awesome. Make him known. Awesome. And, and, and change their life to be all that God's called them to be. Awesome. That's my why. Thank you, Teresa. Come on, Julie. Trish Bowman, you're up next. Just like this is my visibility is over here at the moment. Julie. Um, I think I had a classic picture of my why this morning. Yes. Um, with my kids all together in the second row. Um, brand new baby boy um, that I didn't even think we'd even get to see. But it's the church family. When I moved to the coast, I had no family. Yeah. I started working here first and started attending. And this is my family. Awesome. And um, so if God's going to bless me, then I want to bless my family. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Thank you, Julie. Um, Jordan, you're, you're up next. I know you thought you were safe on the, on the, key, on the guitar there, but you're up next. Trish. Uh, my why is transform lives. Yes. But knowing who you are in the eyes of Christ, right. not knowing who you are through someone else, and also restored marriages awesome. and families. Awesome, awesome! I love it. You better give that, give, give Jordy a microphone. I don't have a mic. Uh, um, I think for me, yeah, it's definitely having a young family now. I want to see them and their friends kind of come to know God, and yeah, just. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's family it's for awesome. me. Yeah. Generations. I yep. love it. I love it. I love it. Fantastic. All right, close your eyes. I want you to think about what's your why. Why would you give up some of your hard-earned, your budget, go without something, make a sacrifice? It's not that you buy God. You, you, you can never buy God off. once you know your why, I just want you to ask the Holy Spirit, what would you like me to give this year? What do you want me to do? And while you're praying about that, I'm going to get Dave Crowder to come up. Speak to us, Holy Spirit. Everything we own belongs to you. We're just stewards of it. So I ask you to speak to us. As you know, as you work it out, as God speaks to your heart, sometimes it's scary and exciting at the same time, and that's okay. That's a good indicator. It's God. Then just get ready to give. Dave, come and just help us. Awesome. Uh, just, I just, I'm just looking on the brochure, and that scripture that we talked about earlier, it's on there. It's on there. It's Long the ago, I told you what was going to happen, then suddenly I took action. All my yeah. predictions came true. Yeah. That's it's, awesome. It's one to hold on to. It this is... is and, and you know what, Marina talked about family and stuff, but 
we were taught how to stand on scripture like that yes. in this house. Right. Like Marin and I, we had no idea about God, money, and me. Yeah. It was we're fruit of vision builders. I said awesome. that this morning. Awesome. So it's and I'm so excited seeing that this here this evening. I know it's going to be life changing for people here Beautiful. tonight Beautiful. as we pledge. Love it's going it. to be great. It. Okay, so help us out. How to so people can either fill in one of these forms. Yep. There's so there's a few different options. Um, uh, probably the big thing, if you've already given or um, like online, because yes. you can give online, you, do uh, you can thing. do the QR code, that'll yep. take you there we as did well. We on the phone, it was so easy, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah we did the same thing. Yeah. But the special moment for Marina and I, and it's been that every year, is actually coming up and bringing right. our offering, right. getting it prayed for. In a few moments, that's what we're going to do, people are going to bring exactly it up. Exactly right. Yep. So it doesn't so matter if you've given online already or if you've registered, fill out that card, bring it up, yep. and, and get God's blessing on right. that decision as well. Some of our team are well. going to pray for people as they come up and it's a yeah. it's a holy moment i like it's yeah. this once a year we say come on down the front and just go god i'm bringing this because this yeah. represents something something quite significant for the next 12 months yeah. so i'm bringing it to you and i want your blessing on my life okay that's awesome we'll do yeah. that in a moment great probably big thing if you if you've never been part of vision builders before like pastor john said don't don't feel pressured to be part of it but hey take this brochure home if God does speak to you, then you can use one of those um, those options. In the right. brochure here, it'll tell you exactly w uh, where Vision Builders actually, what it goes towards. Because yes. one thing we've got to make very clear is that it doesn't really, it, no, it doesn't, <laughs> sorry, really, it doesn't benefit Pastor John and Danielle at all financially. Right. Yep. They, they love doing this yep. because of what just happened up here. 20 people, this is why I give, I've yep. seen my life transformed. Yep. So, hey, and... These guys actually lead from the front. I said that this morning, and Pastor John kind of skipped through it in his, um, in his preach earlier on, but they lead from the front so much so that they've given up their own investment properties yep. that set aside yep. for their children. Right. If, you, if you have children and you, and you care about their financial future, you know that's something pretty big. To let that go and to invest, that's exemplary. So let's just thank Pastor John and Danielle just leading from the front. Thank you, Pastor Thanks, Dan. Mate. Thank you, Pastor John. Awesome. But... You, you guys have nothing to read from this except for the stories like that's this. True. So just wanted to make that very clear on Thank behalf you. of Marina and myself here this Thank evening you. as well. That's awesome. Let's stand to our feet, Dan. Come on. If you've filled out your form, you've filled out your card, or, or you just you made your pledge, can we get these uh, receptacles out here? Thank you so much, uh, Francis and Jill. And a couple of our pastors are just going to be out here to pray as you come. And we're just going to sing this song. It's called Jaira, which means it's the Hebrew name for God, Jehovah Jireh. I am the God who provides for you. So as we come, you just place your, your offering uh, in the bucket. The team are going to pray for you. And let's just believe God together for this moment. Jireh, you are enough. Jireh, you are enough. So I will be content in every circumstance. Jireh, you are enough. Jireh, you are enough. Jireh, you are enough. So I will be content. In every circumstance, Jireh. 
Awesome, Dave. I'm going to get you to pray over our church right now over this finances. Awesome. Thank you, Father God, for your promises over this church. Father God, we just thank you for every giver in this house, Father Lord. I thank you. Even if if we're sowing with tears, your word says that we will reap with songs of gladness, Father God. I just prophesy that over this church. And thank you that your word says, Father God, that it will not return void, that every promise that has, been, that has been said, that has been written, that if people have got on their hearts, Father God, I pray that they would come to pass this year, Father God. <laughs> 
I pray that you would bring back, Father God, things that may have been lost. I pray that you would reignite dreams that may have been extinguished, Father God. I pray to faith for to a faith to rise over this church, Father God, as people step out, as we're ready to give sacrificially, Father God, that you will pour out a blessing like your word says, that you will pour out a blessing so much that it cannot be contained. Father, we call out the prodigals to return, Father God. We call out the business deals that may have been lost. We pray that you would bring them back. Father God, of dreams, of houses being owned, I just prophesy that over us, Father God, above and beyond what we can think or imagine, Father Lord. Lord, we want to go to battle this year. I pray that you would stand by our side and you would go before us and you would make a way in the wilderness that it would spring up that you would do a new thing in families in businesses Father God in this church Lord we just thank you that Jesus is for us and that we have victory this year in Jesus name Amen Amen. Awesome Dave God bless you church God bless you grab your seat thank you Josh